I mean, that's why I'm here right now, right? Like I'm here sharing this story because I wanted to show up for someone else who may need to hear this. I wanted to show up because it's not just about me and it's, it's about recognizing, you know, being able to channel your own energy and doing that groundwork so that you're not letting other people affect your life, but still doing the best you can to support. Welcome to the Intuitively Guided Podcast. My name is Holly Knicken, and I'm an intuitive healer, a Reiki master, and a love of all things that have to do with our body, mind, spirit, and soul. I'm on a mission to bring awareness to our mental well-being and how we're all connected, how what we focus on, we attract more of that into our life, and how your energy and vibration is everything. You are way more powerful than you even know. You have the ability to heal yourself within with the right tools, mindset, nutrition, and knowledge. If you are looking to take full responsibility and create the life of your desires, you have showed up in the correct spot. My intention for this podcast is to give you the tools, resources, and stories that can inspire you, motivate you, and give you what you need in order to give you lasting change. I believe to live your fullest life, you have to clear out the garbage, which is your past difficulties you've experienced in life, in order to create the life of your dreams. I am so excited that you are here with me today. So let's click that like and follow button so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. Now let's get started. Hello and welcome back. I'm so excited for today. Today we have Alexis Earl. We go back um, like four or five years now. We met in Network Marketing Group in Kempel, and we were actually in two different careers than we are now. And I'm so excited to for you guys to meet her and listen to her story. She's a professional and personal coach. She specializes in self-confidence and helping people grow in the self-development world. I'll let her explain more in detail of what it is she does, but you're going to learn so much from her and I'm so excited to have her on. Um, Alexis, could you just give us an overview of what you do and just a little bit of background and your story, please? Awesome. Yes, absolutely. First of all, thank you so much for having me on your podcast channel. It's uh, been very exciting. I've been looking forward to this and uh, yeah, we definitely go a long way back. It's crazy to see how much things can change in just a matter of six to seven months. But where I'm at, where I'm at right now is um, I offer personal and professional coaching. When it comes to the professional side of things, um, I help business owners who have hit this second phase in their business where they hit a capacity and realize that they can't do this on their own anymore. So I'm the systems guru basically on how to create a sufficient workplace and a good synergy and uh, teach clients how to recruit the right team and, uh, and how to, you know, emphasize the importance of HR training systems, hiring systems, marketing systems, et cetera. And when it comes to the personal uh, professional, sorry, when it comes to the personal side of coaching, I help clients gain confidence, personal growth and self-discipline so that they can stay consistent with whatever they're learning from me. And uh, yeah, it's been quite an adventure so far. I've done my first group coaching in the Himalayan salt rooms in November, and 
I'm so blessed to have been given that opportunity. And it went so well that we're actually going to be doing that, that program again in the new year. So. Oh, nice. That's exciting. Yeah. Okay. So do you want to go into like, who are you? Like, how did you grow up and like why you chose this field? Because you spent many years in the tool industry. So it all started basically. So whenever I was born, a couple of years later, my dad started this tool and equipment rental company and uh, I was around it my whole life. And I, I, you know, I would be that kid playing hide and seek kind of thing, uh, swinging off the porta cranes and everything like a monkey. And <laughs> what is a porta crane? For those that don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those cranes that uh, it's like a uh, it's, it's a lift that, you know, if you have to put like a 1300 pound plate into someone's truck, okay, it's, it's the machine that helps lift that to get, get it loaded up. But, okay. but yeah, when I was like seven years old, I used to swing off that like a monkey, you know, and then, you know, you know, within like the last 10 years, I've been loading plate packers with it. So, <laughs> but, hey. um, but yeah, so I guess I kind of want to dive into where my personal growth and awakening kind of started. And that was actually in 2017 of June. Um, So with the background of my dad starting his business and stuff, him and I have always been like really tight, like we're each other's rock. Um, My mom and I, we haven't really been that close. The story behind that is um, a story that I don't live anymore, but I'll just provide a brief explanation on that and just a summary of that past story. Um, my mom's an alcoholic. Uh, she, she was not fully committed to being a parent to me. And it's also because she had a lot of loss going on in her life at the time. And, uh, it's been a constant struggle for her to this day to properly grieve and, um, you know, grieve and mourn those losses that she just continues to drink. So there wasn't really a, a healthy relationship with that. Um, however, throughout the times of my personal growth, I've built a lot of empathy towards what she's gone through. And, you know, I'm at the point where I just wish her enough, wish her enough that she, she has enough, that she loves enough, that she loves herself enough. Um, but yeah. And, you know, when I cut ties with her, it was back in June, 2017. And, uh, let's just say I divorced her. (laughs) So, Yeah. And, uh, I released and surrendered myself from that relationship and I decided to drive all the way to PEI and back on my own, just a nice solo trip. And, uh, that's when my meditation practicing started. Um, and ironically enough, two weeks before that, I actually had a friend read my tea leaves for the first time and everything she had said came true. Like it's, uh, it definitely proved itself in the future. When I got the tea leaves read, um, she was like, oh my God, you're going to be like going on this crazy, like solo adventure, like this amazing journey. And like two weeks from now, she's like, I don't know, like two months seems too far, but two weeks seems just about right. And it wasn't until like, after I was on my way back from PEI, I started thinking about the tea leaf readings and I was like, holy shit, that's what's happening right now. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. And, um, and another thing she had said was like, um, I was going to meet that soulmate, um, the following year in March. And I was just like, oh my God, you know, like this is, this is pretty crazy. So anyways, so two weeks after the tea leaf readings, I go on this crazy solo adventure all the way to PEI and back, um, basically in like four or five days. And 
I did a lot of meditating to the point that I lost track of time on how long I was meditating for, but I would pull over at a, a stop and set up my yoga mat and check the time and be like, holy crap, I was meditating for 40 minutes. Like wow. it was to that point on my way back. That's how long I was stopping to meditate for. And then I was like being chased by a storm <laughs> on the way home. So I'm like, okay, I better keep going. <laughs> but yeah. So then, um, so then after that, I had connected with um, a friend who had really gotten me out of my comfort zone. And we, she had invited me to travel across Canada with her. Um, and three other friends who I didn't know at all. So for me, I like living my life by taking risks, but still responsibly. Um, within six months before we went on this trip, I met these other ladies probably like four times for 20 minutes at a time. That's like all the time I got to know them until I spent three weeks in a car with them. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we had two vehicles and stuff, but like it was amazing. It was honestly the best thing that ever happened to me because, you know, I've, I learned, um, you know, putting yourself into those, like outside of those comfort zones, that's where like some amazing opportunities really happen. Um, I understand that like, you know, when like you have an event to go to, for instance, and you're really not feeling it, like you really don't want to go, right. But you bite the bullet and go anyways. And then the most amazing thing happens. It's like, that is the biggest insight that I got from that trip. But also, um, I'm not sure if I actually ever told you this before, like getting to know you before, but, um, there was a point where we were at Malign Canyon in Jasper and we were checking out the rapids and everything in the Canyon. And we noticed this big hole in the chain link fence to go down and check the rapids out. So we were like, well, we're not going to not go down and check this out. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so we go down, check it out. It's freaking beautiful. And my friend is taking a Snapchat and decides to do a nice little twirl. And she loses the car keys in the canyon, <laughs> like <laughs> in the rapids, long gone. <laughs> we didn't know this until after we checked the footage on our friend's camera, because you could actually see her feeling her pockets shortly after. She's like, oh, shit, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, my goodness. So we had, so I had to call, um, actually let's backtrack a few days before that we were going through Saskatchewan and it was the year of 2016 actually. So this was the beginning of my, um, my spiritual journey, I guess. And then, um, leaving to go to PEI was like a deeper thing, but mm -hmm. this trip, sorry, I don't mean to go back and forth. Cause I'm like, Oh, realizing the dates and stuff. But, um, but anyways, so three days, two or three days before we lose the car keys in the Canyon, we were going through Saskatchewan. It was the year of the flooding that was like really bad. So we had to get rerouted to go Northbound instead of like going right across to Calgary. Okay. So we were like, okay, we'll just improvise the trip a little bit. No problem. So we went up towards Edmonton. Um, but we almost got stuck because this cop had given us these directions and we missed this one turn. So we ended up in the middle of this farmer's field, like mud climbing up halfway through the tires. We were like, whatever you do, don't stop. Whatever you do, don't try and turn. <laughs> so <laughs> my friend Bree's like, man, can you like take the wheel and try and get us out of here? I'm like, yeah, sure. So we have both vehicles going in reverse for like five kilometers straight. We wouldn't have been able to get out we're like we got CAA you know like no big deal <laughs> and then we lose this the car keys in the freaking canyon like three days later we're like oh shit we gotta call CAA now like this is no joke <laughs> right <laughs> so we call them and then we find 
they were, no, I called the, the Ford dealership in Hinton first to see if they could even cut us a key. And they were like, oh, well, we got to get the VIN number. I'm like, perfect. It's just in the dash. We get up to the car. Doors are locked. Papers are covering the dash. I can't see the VIN. I'm like, shit. So, then, <laughs> so I call CAA. I'm on hold uh, for like 40 minutes. My phone's dying. And then just they just so happened to show up 20 minutes later after I finally got a hold of them. We're like, just, just take it to the dealership in Hinton. Like, let's just get it there. We get it there and find out we cannot cut the key. It's going to cost what? over $500 to get an ignition cylinder reinstalled in the car. So I was like, oh, well, that's great. So we found out that her, my friend who owns the car, her roommate from Chesterville had the spare key on him in New Brunswick. <laughs> so <laughs> he was on his adventures to the east while we're on our adventures to the west. Oh, shit. <laughs> I know. So we had to get him to ship the key. And I know this now for anyone traveling across Canada, but if you need anything shipped, <laughs> ship it through Pure Later because they stop at every SO gas station across Canada. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> what? So we're stuck in Hinton. Yeah, we're stuck in Hinton for four nights and five days. Right. And we find this campground 20 minutes outside of town. And we see this, like, you know, campground. So we're like, okay, we'll get registered, blah, blah, blah. And then we get settled in. We go to the water and check this beautiful view out. Okay. And at sunset, there's a beautiful mountain with water. And just the view was just kind of like we were all sitting there and we were like, you know what? This was supposed to happen. Thank you right. for having the car keys get lost in the canyon because we wouldn't have had that wake up call to slow down on our trip. We were too like, boom, boom, boom. We got to be here. We got to do this. We got to do that. This made us relax a lot more. So we just, you know, we chilled out. <laughs> yeah. Can I just point out something? Because a lot yeah. of people would not even do that. They wouldn't, no. they would be so focused. Their perspective would be on like, fuck, this is such a fuck up trip, blah, blah, yep. blah. And they would not take the time to be like, oh shit, it happens. We're not going to yep. die. Like, and right? that I love having that perspective, especially when traveling, because you know, shit's going to happen. <laughs> Oh yeah, I know. Right. And it was like, that was one thing that was huge because I didn't know any of these people really. Like right. I only met them six months ago <laughs> for right. a few times for only 20 minutes at a time for all of us to have that positive mentality of like, just dealing with the issue at hand. I was just like, wow, you guys are my people. You know, it's like, I felt like this was my tribe, you know, it was like, holy shit. And one of them, I actually became really good friends with that. Um, she moved out to Canmore and I went to visit her a couple years later and had like the best birthday ever because my birthday's on Boxing Day. So I went out there for Christmas and everything. So nice. and we did like a lot more spiritual awakening stuff, too. So. Right. Um, so, yeah, I guess to move forward with that, um, I guess that was like probably like the next big awakening after that trip was um, going out west taking a break from work and everything um, and experiencing this really interesting yoga nidra session on okay. new year's day at midnight um, at this place in Canmore. And what happened was I had this interesting vision of a tree line with cedars on the top and a big drop coming down on each side. But in the center, there's like a whole bunch of boulders and it was almost like it's where water used to come from. And it was like almost like a drought or something. But then all of a sudden, everything just went black. And then I saw this thick, soft, yet vibrant, deep blue lightning bolt come in. 
And when I had talked to my friend Bree about that and she was like, well, that's a big sign. Like that's definitely your throat chakra that you're ruled by. That was, you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, well that makes a lot of sense because I'm a very outspoken person sometimes. And, you know, I'm not, uh, I value communication so much. And I know the, you know, like a lot of people have this power of the voice and, you know, reading the four agreements, being impeccable with your word is something that I'm constantly trying to work on. But all throughout this, you know, personal growth journey, I was also uh, a, a part owner of the the tool and equipment rental company that my dad had started too. Right. So for the last 10 years, I've been working on creating the systems in that business and everything and just becoming a business owner. And, you know, like it was really fun. Um, there were stressful times though, too, because working with family, there's that interesting dynamic. That's not the same as others, right. <laughs> you know? Yes, and I totally get that. And with all due respect, like my dad's a pretty old school kind of guy and I totally respect that. And, you know, there was the point where this pandemic hit the last two years and we all like, I don't know, we've all had some pretty big wake up calls and I'm blessed to say that I'm one of those who have been awoken and realize that this isn't my purpose anymore. And basically I just kind of decided to, well, I kind of realized that, you know, my vision and mission of the company was not aligning with my dad's and that was okay. But I respectfully took a step back because I was putting my energy in something that wasn't serving me back. So I decided, okay, it's time to walk away and it's time to take another leap. Hello, and I'm so excited you're here with me. I just want to step in here for a second and tell you about the course that I'm launching in January. And I want you to be a part of it because I know because you listen that you're looking to change your life and this is the course for you. This course, we're going to dive deep into like your healing journey, limiting beliefs, self-love, energy, vibration, and then into manifesting. I absolutely love manifesting. And the key thing that I see why people can't manifest is because they're not working on themselves. They're not working on their energy, their vibration, and they haven't done the healing journey. And so this is going to be a group program where I go in depth into these um, modules where I teach you these things. And so if you're tired of struggling and you're like, you know what, I want life to be easier, I'm telling you this course is for you because life doesn't have to be a struggle. And I'm not going to say it's always going to be easy. However, when obstacles come your way, you're going to have a different perspective and you're going to look at them way differently instead of poor me. Oh, why is this happening to me? You're going to look at life and be like, oh my goodness, I'm observing this. Why? What do I need to do to change this from happening again? It's going to connect you to source energy, connect you with the universe. So click the link in the show notes to get over there and get in before it's too late. This program starts in January and there is going to be a limited space. So, um, and I want you there and I know you're there. This could be the start of a whole new year starting in January. It could be your new year's resolution to get on board and keep you accountable. So I can't wait to see you in the course. Wow. Oh, shit. Was yeah. that ever a leap? <laughs> so let's talk about that because I imagine there's so many people listening and being like, okay, like I know because like 80% of people are in a job or a career that they don't like or it are not yeah. serving them. So how do you go from 
like building this business to this is not serving me. I'm going to take the leap and like, tell me about your mindset there. Well, one of like the biggest things that hit me like a wall was actually talking to another coach on a podcast of theirs. And she had pointed out, this was actually talking about a friendship thing, but this totally relates to the business. But when you feel that there's something or someone that is not serving you in your life anymore, you're not serving them either. So when you kind of realize that, then you kind of want to like reassess your life and just kind of see like, okay, what is it that excites me? What is it that lights me up? You know, what's, what makes my heart sing? And I came across this Jay Shetty coaching program. I love him. Ironically enough, right after I'm like, fuck this job. <laughs> and, you know, and because like, I know because we've hung out so many times, I know you're yeah. connected so well. I could tell you many stories, but you are, you put it out there to the universe that you're like, okay, hey, yeah. show me what's next. And the universe oh. will show you what's next if you're open to it. The biggest thing that I was always asking for was for courage and clarity because I felt that anytime I went into the shop, um, there was like a pull of energy that was draining me. And I was like, oh my God, this is definitely not serving me, but what is this courage and clarity that I need? Like I need courage to get through this, but I also need clarity on like, is this what I'm supposed to do? And I can't thank my fiance enough who's that soulmate who came up in those tea leaves. I remember that. (laughs) But he totally woke me up too, because he was getting so tired of me going home upset almost every night because it was like, you know, oh, it's, you know, like the imposter syndrome, the perfectionism, the superhuman syndrome, where you're just trying to be all of those things, but it's not enough to someone else. And it's like, it may not even be that perspective to them, but you can personally feel that. And that's like that self-criticism that you you're, you know, giving yourself. Mm -hmm. But when I realized, like I I took like the pathway course that was for free or whatever through Jay Shetty. And it was like a lot of like purpose seeking, um, you know, understanding, like going deeper on like, you know, are you meant to be a coach kind of thing? And the biggest thing that I was able to take away from that was looking at the shop and seeing all the experience that I got, because if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have these stepping stones to get where I am now mm-hmm. running a business, having 10 years experience of running it. Because when I first started working at the shop, it was back in July, 2012 and we ran out of space. So my dad was like, okay, I need to open another shop. So we opened one in Winchester and my dad was like, Hey, you're just going to go run that sink or swim kid. I'm like, what the, f-? okay. <laughs> so I swam pretty damn hard to say the least, <laughs> but like, holy shit was that fear of failure coming in and everything too. Right. Like I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I'm like, what is this fucking thing? <laughs> you well, know? That's, that's what happens though. Most business or owner owners, they just, they have this determination, but they have no fucking idea what they're doing. No, they fly off the seat of their pants. And I'm like, shit, man, I'm not like that. So when I started running the shop and stuff, I was like, okay, well, we need a system for this. We need a system for that. We need to communicate on this more, this and that, you know? And it was like, holy shit. So then like, you know, we started from like a small handful of employees to like almost a dozen now. And I created these systems, like these checklists on every single thing that you need to check on every single piece of equipment in that shop you know, but like 
it was the value of systems, the value of communication, the value of team building that I got from that, that woke me up through taking the Jay Shetty program that it was like, okay, I know that I'm good at encouraging people. I know that I'm good at showing people that they're, they have that potential and doing what they want to do. I know that I have this energy to me that if I show my motivation in myself, it's going to show motivation and then they're going to find that really quick. You know, I'd have a friend over and I'd be talking about, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm already working on that. And they're like, holy shit, man, you make me so motivated. Like, I just want to do this now. And he's like, can I help you like organize your house? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, and it was yeah. like, and that, that was funny too, because when I first started the coaching business, I was like, okay, I'm going to organize people's lives one room at a time. And I'm like, yeah, but I want to make bigger moves. I want to help people in a bigger way, you know? And like, mm-hmm. if I do that, I can only help one client at a time. Right. So And like the biggest goal is to be a coach of coaches down the road. But right now, obviously I'm at a point where I'm like learning the coaching world and helping people as a client of just someone who's looking to gain that self-confidence, that personal growth or self-discipline in order to, you know, the self-discipline kind of come, it, it kind of falls in place for all of them, right? You need that, that, that consistency, that self-discipline to continue to have your self-confidence to continue your personal growth. So it, it kind of like, it all comes into one, but I like emphasizing the self-discipline because it's a lot of, uh, like a lot of people look for that and, you know, it's just been, it's been quite interesting. The, the transition for like the past seven months, cause I was a business owner. I left, I took the leap and left that business completely. Um, I started cleaning houses for now mm-hmm. for, for about like four months. I ended up running my friend's business for the month of July when she went out West. And then I took a month off in August and Kiefer and I went out West as well. Aww, nice. <laughs> and, uh, took a nice three week break. And we were actually looking at places to move like out in BC and Alberta. So, no way. Way. Yeah. So then when we were looking, we were looking around and we were like, you know, Okotoks in Alberta seems pretty sweet, pretty expensive though. BC is like, you know, and then like, just, just for curiosity, we're looking at the, uh, the realtor app for down East. We're like, holy shit. <laughs> like you can get like a six bedroom mansion for the same price as a $300,000, like motorhome and PC. <laughs> like this doesn't make any sense, you know? And right. then like, and then we had this opportunity where, you know, the price was right, right. And everything. And we, we found this place up in Pembroke. So we moved up there in September when Keeper started school. And, uh, yeah, I've been like commuting back and forth just like once a week to Kentville. Mm-hmm. Um, and I honestly kind of like it. It's a love hate relationship, honestly, because the drive of being back and forth has left me feeling kind of unsettled in a way, but it's teaching me how to become more adaptable to my environments. Okay. See, yeah. it's, it's that mind shift in the perspective on how you look at things, because a lot of people just need to change their perspective on how yeah. one thing that I always say to my clients is if you are living something you don't want to right now, tell yourself, this is just temporary to get yes. you to the place that you want to go. We'll see. And that's like the biggest thing. It's like, if someone's going through some trauma, um, it's a big, like the biggest reminder I can provide them is that, you know, Life is temporary and so are feelings, so are our emotions. And when we recognize that things are temporary, we need to soak up those really good moments and also feel the feels of the negative ones too, because that's what make us who we are. And the thing is, is if you don't know what it feels like to be sad or angry or anything like that, you don't know what it is to have excitement, joy, 
love. Like if you don't know the other opposite feeling, you don't know the really good shit. Exactly. And you have to feel the shit in order to feel the good. Like there's, yeah. there's, there's no way around it. Sorry guys. Sorry yeah. to disappoint, but like yeah. straight up um, for what, like what my family just went through over the weekend, you know, oh, like yes. we're all in trauma right now. We're all in shock. Do you and want, do you feel comfortable sharing what happened on the weekend? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. I think it's kind of ironic timing, honestly, that we were supposed to have this top, this, this podcast scheduled in for today. Um, after everything that like my fiance's family has been through, Um, and my friend, it was just, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the energies these days, the astrological Gemini or whatever till the 18th, but hold sit tight guys. (laughs) Right. You know, it's, so I want to just say thank you for like, for coming on for today because, Oh yeah, no, thanks for having me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, just because we could have rescheduled and for you to be here for what has happened in the last week is like insane. Yeah. No, thank you. And I think, um, you know, we've been wanting to do this podcast for a while now and everything happens for a reason. And it's just, I don't know, like I felt the need that, no, I need to do this. And I think the reason why is because I want people to know that, you know, they're not alone and going through what my family's gone through. It's not easy. Um, so what had happened was, um, my family's, um, farmhouse burnt to the ground on Sunday. And my friend actually almost uh, died in a car accident that same day as well. So there was really high winds, really, really intense winds going on over the weekend that we're assuming that, you know, it was the transformer that had arced or something overnight. And there was like a couple pow pow explosions, something going on in the, in the garage. And Um, you know, we're so blessed that it actually happened during waking hours instead of two in the morning. But what was interesting was that, you know, they've been feeling like this odd shift of energies going on in the house for like the last two weeks as well. Mm -hmm. And one of them had been feeling like really uneasy at a specific time late at night. So a week and a half ago, I gave her a blue agate crystal for general protection for like spiritual protection and stuff. Yes. Um, and I was also supposed to smudge that house five, six days ago. So the timing is everything. It's ironic. It's confusing. Um, it's devastating to see the way the house is. And, you know, Kiefer and I were there two days ago, just trying to salvage what we could out of the house for them. Um, the Christmas tree was fully intact. (laughs) All of Neil's plants were alive and healthy. Like it was just really interesting. Like the certain things that managed to survive throughout the situation as well. Um, it broke my heart to see my father-in-law's history and memories just kind of crumble in front of his eyes. Right. But one thing that I admired so much about him was that, you know, all he said is, well, not much we can do now except move forward. Right. So, you know, I, that man has grown on me (laughs) so much. (laughs) I have been so confused and, you know, intrigued and curious to learn more about him. But I think, you know, I'm, I'm honestly very excited for them because this is a perfect opportunity for them to start fresh on a new path. 
moving forward, you know, and, and that's the thing with trauma and shock and everything is like, you know, they're still experiencing that, but they're staying positive as best as they can, you know? And, and I'm, and I really admire that about them because that's what true strength is, is recognizing the support that you have recognizing that you're still alive, you know, like some people, a lot of people would be looking at this place, this situation being like, Oh my God, like go figure it happens right before Christmas. It's like, yeah, of course it happens before Christmas, but you know what? That's the fucking Christmas miracle. They're alive. All the animals are safe. Everyone is safe. Yes. We lost the materialized things, but that's not what make us who we are. That's like the, the biggest thing. It's like, you can't let materialistic things define us you know it's like yes okay there's sentimentality before like of things but I don't know it's like when I saw this happen it was like holy shit you know it was it was crazy but I just know and I can feel something for them that something big and amazing is coming their way and you know when we get that type of support in the family, like that's something that I'm always striving for, for not only myself, but for them as well, that I've been changing my prayers and stuff in the morning too. You know, like I've been asking for Archangel Michael to lend, lend them his shield for protection, you know, and that's totally possible as long as you can, you know, invite and ask permission for that. But I think it's just amazing that, everything happens for a reason. And those really intense things that happen to us that are tragic at the time are the things that really build us to who we're supposed to be. Yeah. I, I love that you just said that, like, cause we all, every single one of us has tragedy, has trauma, has yes. difficult times. And it's really the way you look at it, your perspective, like it's not their fault that this happened or nothing, but it is their responsibility to be like, Hey, you know what? Let's move forward. Like he said, yeah. and figure it out because it is material. It's a house. We can build it again. I know it's yeah. memories and stuff and it's not the happy feeling of it going, mm-hmm. but they're, they're alive and they're healthy. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's like the biggest thing. And what they're emphasizing the most on too. And it's like, Oh my God, that just warms my heart. And I think that's another reason why they have so much support in the family and from the community, because like each of them have contributed so much in this community, especially in North Gore, but like they have left an impact on, on so many people that, you know, it's so crazy that they have two GoFundMes going on right now because they want to help so much. Wow. So yeah. And yeah. I know that there's one on your page. If anybody yeah. is interested, it just check out your Facebook page. I'll definitely leave um, your link for Facebook in the show yeah. notes for anybody that's interested in donating. Uh, it would mean a lot, mm-hmm. but I just want to say like, congratulations. And I'm so proud of you for showing up today because so many people would choose not to, because they would look at this as like, I don't want to show up. And you, maybe you didn't want to show up. However, you did say somebody might need to hear this. Yeah. So you didn't think of yourself today. You thought of other people. A hundred percent. And that's the thing. Like, wow. <laughs> you oh, know what well, I mean? Thank you. <laughs> well, like we were talking about earlier, it's like, you know, those moments where, you know, like you have this opportunity to really open up or whatever. And like, people just kind of bail out because they're just not feeling it. And 
it's honestly because they have let a situation fully consume them. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm learning as well through this experience, because the last few days I have let their journey wear on mine and I have let their emotions fully consume me. And, you know, I reached out to a Reiki healer recently and I just told her, I was like, Hey, what the hell is going on with the planets and stuff right now? Because I'm feeling pretty fucked up right? <laughs> straight up. She had pointed out as well. Like, you know, you can't draw, like, be careful not to draw their misfortunes into your life either. You know, like that was their lesson to learn and their, you know, it was something that they needed to experience and something that I needed to experience as well in a form of being support, you know, being supportive for them. And I think that's what I'm learning more about the situation about myself is that, I mean, that's why I'm here right now, right? Like I'm here sharing this story because I wanted to show up for someone else who may need to hear this. I wanted to show up because it's not just about me. And it's, it's about recognizing, you know, being able to channel your own energy and doing that groundwork so that you're not letting other people affect your life, but still doing the best you can to support, you know? Wow. That's so good. (laughs) I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to have to listen to this all over again. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Just like keeps myself in check too, you know? (laughs) It's so good. It, it really is because then like you really see your, like, I know you have a beautiful soul. Like I've known that since the day I met you and you walked in, I remember the day you walked into the NGB meeting (laughs) and you were just like, so full of spunk and energy. I'm like, who is this girl? (laughs) We are becoming friends. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. You interviewed me. I was like, you were my reference kind of thing to in order to get approved for the group. I'm going to say this, but I don't know if people know this. You were my inspiration. Oh my goodness. My ear is ringing. Whoa. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so, but you were my inspiration when I stopped drinking. I know I've told you this story. Was that when we read your card? Yes. Remember it was, I remember day. that. Okay. Yeah. Totally. So, so for people oh. that don't know, we're just gabbing here now. Yeah. For people that don't know, um, I had thought about dr- giving up drinking and then Um, I just like, I never wanted to, because I always wanted to fit in. It's always nice to have that. I love the taste of beer and I love the taste of wine. And you know, when you're just out and you just need, but however, it was having a negative impact on my life. And we were, you were reading my cards for me that day. They were spot on. And I, I, to, to this day, I remember you telling me anytime you need to cleanse your um, energy, you need to be around water. So like water is my element and I've had it come up several times over and over since that day. However, you were telling me a story about how, and you had no idea that I was considering drinking or like stop to give it up. And that day I had a baby shower and I was considering what kind of alcohol was I taking to this baby (laughs) shower? And I know people are probably thinking, Holly, it's a baby shower. Well, you obviously don't know the way I grew up. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. Um, Yeah. And so you were just, you had just happened to be telling me about a friend that you were concerned about and how she was doing so well. However, every couple months she'd go on to bender and she'd set herself back. And it, Mm -hmm. I felt like this gut feeling as if I know you were talking about a friend, but it felt like you were talking about me damn I know and that's like it was it was something that I need to hear that day and so then I said to you 
I feel like I should give up drinking. And you're like, well, then do it. You're just like, just do it. And I was like, well, like, it's not just that easy. That is just like, just don't do it. (laughs) And so then like, I didn't go to the liquor store. And the first, like, after I left there, I told my two sister-in-laws, because I knew they would be like, okay, yep, you're doing it. Because they're not drinkers at all. Um, They might have like, once or twice a year go like have some drinks but they're not drinkers at all so I told them because I knew they'd be very supportive of yeah. me and then I haven't touched a drink since oh my god Holly I'm so proud of you oh, and also you. I just want to clarify I'm sorry for telling you just do it I know that was a good push but like <laughs> it's not easy just to <laughs> clarify for anyone listening like someone to like I'm I'm glad that I managed to give you that push by doing that it was not intentional in that way and I know that like I've learned so much now to recognize I can't just tell someone to just do it (laughs) you know it's like let's explore this (laughs) no but you did it in like I understood what you meant you're like oh come on you know what I mean and so people listening wouldn't understand but you yeah. came from a loving, like, no, you can do, like, it was a more of like, no, I believe in you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It's, it's definitely really hard to let those things go, especially if we've let it define us for so long. Oh, but um, yes. It was and, like and my sometimes, story. It was like my well, story. Yeah. Well, I, I like that, you know, I feel like what happened for you then was that you were already like mentally and emotionally preparing yourself to make this commitment in the physical world of right. making that choice not to drink that maybe at that moment, me telling you just do it was that push that you personally needed. It was probably like, that support that I was looking for. Like, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay not to drink. Cause like, to yeah. be honest, like I was like, I'm going to look like a alcoholic. I'm going to, people are going to think I'm an alcoholic because now I can't even have a drink. And like, and I've been able to release so much of that judgment and shame around alcohol that I'm just like, no, I choose not to, because I know that I could probably have a glass of wine with you one day and mm-hmm. I'd be fine. But yeah. probably in a month or two later, I go on a bender. Cause I would say, fuck it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and exactly. I, and I alcohol is a depressant and I just know for my personality that I go all in (laughs) (laughs) go big or go home right yeah (laughs) and so for me that's how I show myself that I that I'm worth more than that I I feel like that's such a beautiful journey that you've been on too right on this coaching journey as well because like you've learned so much through your own traumas and that making the conscious decision of choosing no to drinking so that you can say yes to you. Yes. Wow. It's so yeah. important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say no. So you can say yes to you. That's like, so, so key. I've, I've pointed that out to some of my clients who've been working on their personal growth and mm-hmm. it's just so nice to see those aha moments happen. It just warms my freaking heart. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know you are doing amazing things and I know that so many clients are going to have like huge aha moments and success with you. So, uh, where can my followers, if they want to follow you, find you, where are the places to go? So I just launched my website last weekend. Yay. Exciting. (laughs) So you can find me at alexisholinacoaching.com. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at alexisholinacoaching and same with Facebook, same name. Nice and consistent and simple. (laughs) Nice. Okay. So I'll put that all in the show notes. And so like, do you, 
I know that you said come January, you're launching another at the salt therapy. That's in, in, um, Kempthal. Yeah. Yeah. So I have the, uh, the balance workshop. So we focus on the mind, body, heart, and soul, and, uh, it's a five week workshop. So the fifth week is the review and how to apply the self-discipline on everything that we learned, um, in the first four weeks. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so we're rerunning that one, but I also have a new year's resolution workshop coming up as well on January 11th. I believe we're doing an eight week workshop, um, also in the, the Himalayan, uh, salt rooms in Kempthal, but I'm also launching that same new year's resolution workshop in Ottawa. So wow. if anyone in Ottawa is looking to meet in person at a, um, in, in the Ottawa area, reach out to me and I'll provide the details. I'll be launching more information on that uh, in the website and on our, on my platforms as well. Oh, amazing. Okay. So I'll put that all in the show notes. So everybody can find you. Yes. Go ahead. One more thing. Um, I also have a personal growth workshop happening in the Kenville greenhouses as well coming in February. Oh um, yeah. Planting seeds for our personal growth workshop. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I'm so stoked. Yeah. So <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm awesome. really excited. Okay. Yeah. So if anybody's looking to find Alexis, just look in the show notes and you can follow her. Uh, highly recommend. Uh, I know she's going to be changing so many lives and doing so many big things. Um, so thank you again for coming on, especially with everything that's going on and just pouring your heart and soul into this and sharing so much valuable information. Oh, thank you so much, Holly, for having me. And I'm so proud of both of us to be making these big moves in this world and creating a bigger positive ripple effect. Cause you know, I feel like that's both of our purposes in this world and lifetime. So I'm so grateful to be a part of this. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and following along. I would love to hear what you have found most valuable in today's episode. Please leave a review here on the podcast so that I can keep sharing these amazing tools and knowledge that I pick up along the way on my healing journey. If you are not already following me on social media, join me there where I share my daily life and inspirations throughout the day by following Holly Finucane on Instagram or Facebook. I love each and every single one of you and I believe we all have the power and the ability to heal. I can't wait to connect with you and hear how your healing journey is going. Make sure to go out there and spread some love and kindness throughout the day. Love you all.